0: Welcome to Truth's Table, midwives of culture for grace and truth. I'm Ekemeny. And I'm Christina. This table is built by Black women and for Black women. So welcome to the table, See How you doing, girl?
1: I am doing well today. How are you, E.? Oh yeah,
0: I am doing well. You know, it's Holy Week. I know it won't be Holy Week when y'all uh, hear this podcast, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> but it's Holy Week. It's Good Friday. We don't released our uh, truth table. Released our seven last words of Jesus and um, our video messages. And I hope it's been a blessing to our listeners. Uh, that was fun to do. See what you what you think.
1: Oh, it was really fun to do. I, I don't know if people realize that. Um, Everything we do, we have like a serious layer, and then we have a humor, a humorous layer to it. <laughs> yes. And so we, have, oh so what we've been doing is going back and, and, and looking at Ooh. our videos and, and thinking about all the different memes and whatnot that we can create of our just our intense shenanigans, if you know us well. Yes. So anyway, we yes. are we are serious about Jesus, but really not about anything else. And so right. we we uh, we clown. Anyway, so so that was a lot of fun. And anyway, I'm looking forward to a, a good weekend coming up as well.
0: Yes, I'm looking forward to Resurrection Sunday. We were all cackling in the group chat about our, you know, our videos, just laughing at ourselves. We don't take ourselves too seriously now. Um, and, uh, and Em was up in that chat. She's not here today. You know, she's she, she out there fighting racism, trying to liberate our people. So pray for our sister and her work in St. Louis.
1: Sure. Uh,
0: but as usual... We never leave y'all without a
1: third person. We never do we, that. We try now. We try, we try. We try.
0: Oh, no. we have okay, we do maybe once or twice. Okay. <laughs> but we, we... we try <laughs> Don't hard. Don't give me the line. Don't hard. give me the lion. Okay. But we try hard to keep three people at the table. Um, so it is uh my on I'm so excited actually about this episode. Hello. Um, hello, because hello. first of all, the topic that's on the table, right? Hello. I almost forgot. Come we, on. we are in the U O K Sis series, mm-hmm, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, and student loan debt is on the table, okay? Money, 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 money mm. is shorty, shorty, shorty. <laughs> just so, Broke, bro, bro. So, Broke, bro, bro. Broke, bro, bro, bro. Okay. Um, but so the title of the episode is You Okay, Sis, But Them Loans, Though. Oh. I'm really proud of the title. I just had to say. I know. That. Come I'm sorry. You came through. You came through. So uh, it is my honor to bring uh, Sonia Lewis, the student loan doctor, to the table. Hey, Sonia, how you doing, sis? Hey, ladies, super excited to be here. I'm
2: good, thank
0: you. So happy to have you fix our student loan debt lives. Um, (laughs) And just in case y'all don't know who Sonia Lewis is, why don't I tell y'all a little something about this sister Mm -hmm. at the table? Sonia Lewis is CEO of an award-winning business, the Student Loan Doctor, LLC. Sonia is considered the people's expert for all matters related to student loan debt repayment. She has over nine years of practical higher education and financial aid experience. The Student Loan Doctor, LLC, has been recognized as the first African-American and woman-owned student loan repayment company in the country. Mm. The business has also received a citation by the city of Philadelphia because of the business impact within the Philadelphia community. Philly, stand up. The company was designed to educate others about their student loan debt and provide assistance in making a tangible plan for repayment. The social impact goal of the business is to help a generation of borrowers become free of debt to promote social mobility and wealth building. The business has also received two citations by the city of Philadelphia because of the business's impact within the Philadelphia community. Sonia is an expert speaker across all audiences, regardless of age. She has been invited to share her expertise at different platforms such as the White House Briefing on Advancing Equity for Women and Girls of Color, Black Enterprise, Money Magazine, contributor and featured in Essence Magazine, Forbes, KYW News Radio, 1060 AM, Fox 29, the BET Network, RT America, and a host of educational workshops across the nation. Sonia is also a three-time self-published author. Welcome to the table, Sonia. So glad to have you
2: super excited to be here when you hear your bio right you're like who who is
1: that (laughs) (laughs) that's you Sonia that's you girl that's you girl You did all the things, girl. Right, right, right. Like, well, that is me.
2: <laughs> oh, my God, I gotta see who they're talking about today. <laughs> no. <do>.
0: It's you. It's
1: <laughs> you. Uh, and look, and that's why we always take the time to roll out people's bios, you know. Yes. Because I'm like, give yes. them them flowers while they yet live. <laughs> uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: It's important. It's important. So, Sonia, talk to us about. Yeah. How does one become the student loan doctor? On, I mean, doctor. how did that happen? <laughs> oh, I need to hear this yeah. testimony. Come on! <laughs> I, I always get
2: that question out, and I always have the same pause before I answer each time. <laughs> oh, I'm like they're gonna be just so disappointed, child. <laughs> um, no, and yeah, no, no, no. I was broke. Mm-hmm. It wasn't mm-hmm. deeper than that. And um, mm. I had, I had realized that I had a really, really big problem with spending and, mm. then, and, mm. and I, and I was really just saying to myself at this time when I went to go get help, which was 2013 is when I really started my financial journey of figuring out my, my life with money. Um, mm. I can't ask God for more money if, if I can't handle what he's already given. And so I had to really check me and my bad finances and financial spending, I should say. And I took a class through, um, through the church called Financial Peace, um, yeah. curated by Dave Ramsey. And if anybody listening has ever discovered Dave Ramsey for themselves, um, you might have a similar you know testimony about how the program has helped you. But what was cool about it is that it really, really opened me up to understanding how I didn't understand money. And then it opened me up to understanding that I didn't understand what God said about debt um, and that you're slave to the lender. Mm. And so, going through this journey, trying to figure it out and get out of debt, um, to be quite honest with you, the student loan doctor was a beautiful accident. But we understand that all things of God is really not an accident. I was mm. helping people. <laughs> After the class, with their student loan debt payment, like trying to get a good handle on it because that's my professional background Mm -hmm. in higher ed. And so just to be (laughs) so honest with you, I was just trying to help my class that I took the class with, my classmates, Mm -hmm. like a lot of millennials Mm -hmm. in the course. Mm -hmm. And then um, they started referring other people in the church. Now, that wasn't my home church. So mm. I don't know these people. Again, it's about to get petty in two seconds. Please so <laughs> hey, <laughs> I on, I give,
0: don't tell me. Hey, should give petty. A, petty, a petty warning? Countdown. Countdown to exclaimer. the petty. I love it.
2: <laughs> yes. yes Countdown to the petty. I didn't know this congregation. So, mm. so Sister So-and-so, I'm like, well, how are you? So she comes. I help next week. Now we got people coming in from the community to get wow. help. Now, I'm like, now, hold up. Now, Jesus is going to say everybody for free. Now, I didn't hear that word. I'm still waiting for that message. So, long story short, sure, I was I, I did help. But I, I started thinking to myself, people are coming. I mean, they were lined up. They had their notes. They had their, their information ready. And, and then it, it got to be so big that I said, well, you know, I can't service everybody here because the church needed to close. It was an after-church program. Mm-hmm. I said, we can meet at Corner Bakery. Mm-hmm. So we meet at Corner Bakery. And I'm telling you, people were showing up. It was still free at this time because I was just trying to figure out, like, what is this? And right. then I was like, you now, I said, God said you should monetize our gifts. I know that somewhere. I don't have an exact scripture,
0: <laughs> but I, I, no. I, I believe
2: that's what I should do. So, long story short, I, I told people, I said, well, I could meet with you, but it's going to be, I think I said like 30 or 40 an hour or some number like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, one Saturday, I was at Corner Bakery from like, Nine and nine, mm. and wow. I had people. I had a lunch break. I, <laughs> I had to flirt with the manager to keep my corner office seat <laughs> near the plug. It's a lot. It's a lot going on. Sonya is giving us
1: the real story right now. This is this is, I
2: know this is not too cute. But this, this is how somebody this starts. This is you know? behind the scenes. Come on now.
1: <laughs> so,
2: really short, everybody made their appointment. I'm like, wow. oh, my goodness. I said, these people, I mean, I just don't see anything like it. So it went on like that for a while. And then I said, mm. I start doing the math. You know, you know, I, I do math really well. So mm-hmm. that's about 40 times, let's say seven. Okay, that's about, what, 280? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, now let's do that on a Sunday. See, next weekend I did a Saturday and Sunday, Saturday and Sunday.
1: Yeah. And then I said,
2: well, what would it look like to do a six to 10? <laughs> mm. So Because I, I, I work nine to five. So right. I started putting in these um these these different you know time slides, just just kind of testing the market, and then um I started talking about it on Instagram. This is before I changed my name on Instagram to the Student Loan Doctor, but I started mm-hmm. talking about it on Instagram. People were DMing me like, oh, "How do I pay you?" Now you know I don't believe in barriers to the money. Mm-hmm. So I had to figure well, out how would right. <laughs> work. Uh, I could take, uh, you know, I was just trying to figure out how to get like, to it. I take
0: cash. I take EBT. <laughs>
2: what you true, true, would you want? True? I <laughs> true soon. Know, said, no, I, don't no, I don't
0: believe in
1: barriers
2: to the money. <laughs> so no, I don't receive that. So oh, no. I started figuring out how the people could pay me in different states. And it was very humbling because I wasn't. Soliciting or running ads, or um, people from Idaho. I mean, like, it's all places I've yeah. never even heard. I'm like, they got black people there? You know, so guy <laughs> you are know, so, so, so awesome. So, I even love stakes short, I was helping people <laughs> all over in the city, and it was growing, and it was growing very, very quickly beyond mm-hmm. my means. Fast forward, right before the Obamas left uh, this administration, mm-hmm. I got invited to the White House, and the topic was issues that affect African-American women and mm-hmm. girls. Yes, 50 yes. women in the room, and I was one of them, and I felt so validated. And I tell people, you don't leave the White House the same. Like you don't go mm-hmm. in and come back out unchanged. You you leave inspired, you leave uh you leave confirmed, uh reassured, and I and I didn't know what God was doing yet when it came to this business. I just knew he was doing something, okay? And right. I remember going back to work the next day, and I worked for college at the time. And my college president had came to see me at the office. Uh, he came to my office. Now, that's not normal, okay? And I said, uh-oh, on the radar. And he said, "Um, oh, tell me about your trip to the White House. Tell him that I had good rapport. So, you know, yeah. but now at that moment, it hit me. We're no longer playing under the radar self. So, like, mm-hmm. they know. So yeah. I said, well, I was on a PTO because it was a Wednesday. <laughs> that <I> was there. <laughs> oh. um, and he said, oh, that, no, no, that's fine. No, no. So, so, what's going on? And I just watered it down. Mm-hmm. And I remember when he left, I remember saying, I had to go in prayer. I said, God, now, and, and, and sometimes you got to watch how you talk to him, <laughs> you know. But I was like, God, now, what are we going to do? <laughs> you know, are we going to blow this thing up? Am I going to have to stop? Because now it's like you're going to have to make this thing work or you're going to have to get off the pot. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. which one is it going to be? And I didn't know yet. I didn't yeah. know, to be quite honest. Um, but I kept doing what I was doing. I got me a little office because now I might would have had to cash in on that date with the corner bakery manager. It was a lot on me. So I wound up getting a little office uh, not too far from home. And I would work 9 to 5 and I would work the office 6 to 10 and do my weekends. Well, I did raise my prices at that point, And I started making more money in four hours. Than I would mm. make in an mm. eight-hour workday, mm. and that to me just really changed my life because I think I started charging seventy-five an hour. So mm. now we're talking about three hundred and four hours. I didn't make three hundred yeah. a day when I was at work. Does that yeah, make sense? Come on. come on, yeah. And that's very yeah. confirming for somebody that is just trying to figure this out. And mm. those numbers were steady and consistent for six months. And I told my mom, I said, "Mom, I think God wants me to do this." I said, "Cause." Everything about this is just so blessed,
0: mm. you know,
2: and it still is. And I, and I was like, so exactly. I just want to know that if I leave my job and it, it go, it go left, like, would I be homeless? You know, so plan B, you
0: know, and she
2: <laughs> said, no, you wouldn't be homeless. I think you should mm. go for it. Now, my mm. mom is a devout retired school teacher. All my family are school teachers, right? Mm. So that means pension plans. Benefits, mm-hmm. right? So ain't nobody leaving no job in this house, in, these, in this household, mm-hmm. this family. So when mm-hmm. she said, I think you should do it, I said, let me do it For she changes her mind, okay? <laughs> All right. So put my two weeks in, literally, um, I it wasn't even two week notice; it was a week and a half because I had to fly to the Steve Harvey conference and it was there that I felt like that was my audience. Um, mm-hmm. Mostly black women were in the room. Mm-hmm. I remember I asked a question. My mentor taught me this. I was like, "Hi everyone, my name is Sonia Lewis, CEO of the Student Loan Doctor." And my question is, and I don't even know what the question is, y'all. I made it up. But mm. do you know that something told me to leave out that room it was five hundred people in the room. And mm-hmm. go in a hallway with my little VistaPrint business cards. Okay, just and the and what I'm trying to teach people when I talk about my journey is small beginnings are never mm-hmm. too small. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. went into the hallway. I had my little VistaPrint cards, and I lined myself up, and I made people make a line, and I talked to each person. You would have thought I was a speaker at the conference, okay? Wow. And wow. gave them all my business card. I left with I came with mm-hmm. about three hundred business cards. I left with none. And even yeah. to this day, when I go to conferences, now that I speak at, people come up to me and say, I, I met you at the scene, Bobby. I'm like, you sure did. Yes, you did. <laughs> I was not. They didn't ask me to be on the agenda. That's that's their fault, <laughs> but I was there, you know. <laughs> so anyway, long story short, um, I'm going to tell uh, you, the momentum from mm-hmm. that moment, and everything hasn't been super crystal, you know, but mm-hmm. the, the momentum that I got, because I want to have faith in God, and too, mm-hmm. I have faith in myself. And I was always saying to myself, like, you work so hard for everybody else, for every company you ever worked for. Always Mm -hmm. the number one top producer. You know how it goes. I said, but you've never done that for you. When are Mm -hmm. you going to do the same work ethic that you have for them for you? Mm -hmm. So in any case, um, God called it blessed because I would say uh, now we're going into close to a year. I decided to hire at that point. I needed help. I hired an assistant and another coach to help me. I trained my other coach. And um, let's say now we're in 2018. And 2018 mm-hmm. is really how you guys know me because the Shade Room had posted us. Um, and, and I made the meme that said, first African-American um, woman owns to loan repayment company. Now, you didn't find me via the Shade Room. But when mm-hmm, I said mm-hmm. you know me because of the Shade Room, because it really was the Shade Room. And it's a young lady that works there. Her name is Maisha. She told me, when she called me, she said, Jesus told her to post me. And okay. if anybody knows about advertising on the shade, it was like $2,000. Nobody's doing uh, it. I, well, I
1: wasn't.
2: But <laughs> so her, I to post know us, no, yeah. And she posted us twice in 2018. She said, that's because that's what God told her to do. I said, well, what, <laughs> is, what is God tell you? <laughs> okay. So... In any case, because of that post, um, we got picked up by radio stations BET and even the media that we still get as of today That's
0: amazing.
2: is because of their initial post. So I summarized the journey up, probably up until the point in which we're like at in modern time. But mm-hmm. um, it was just really simply because I was broke. I decided to help me. I decided to help my friends and family around me. You know, I was teaching them how to budget because I can't come out of debt. And I think a lot of people don't realize this when you're coming out of debt yourself. You've got to bring your family and friends with you if they'll come.
0: come on.
2: Because if you're out of debt and they're not, guess who can't move up well, either? Well, you. And true. then my other saying is, is that if I have an 800 credit score and you're my friend, Mm. And you have a 500 credit score mm. and I've tried to help you possibly, like we're not friends. If I have an eight and you have a five, if mm. I, you know, now if I didn't try that would be different. But yeah. I just say that at the end of the day, um, I realized I can't just do better with money. My dream team, my support system has to be better with money and then my community can be better with money. And then it just kind of trickled out from there.
1: Wow, that awesome. is. I, thank you for sharing awesome. that journey, because I think a lot of people will be able to um, see themselves in that or be inspired by, especially totally. the part where you talked about, um, these aren't your exact words, but basically not des- despising small beginnings or small starts, right? Just mm-hmm. uh, using whatever mm-hmm. gifts you have and, um, and being ready to serve, you know, and also valuing the work you're doing, like pay black women like that's an important message that was in <laughs> that story yep. too, that at some point we ought to be wise to say like we should be compensated for the work that we do. So I think that is a great introduction. You know, um, I, I'm thinking um, as a person who works in the in higher education context, and I, I'm with students all the time and who are, you know, 19, 20 years old, and they're thinking already about student loans, like the cost of college, what does this mean for them? And, um, you know, I, I'm Mm -hmm. curious if you can provide some wisdom on the front end of uh, just kind of preventative measures or how do you start building healthy Mm -hmm. financial hygiene?
2: Yeah. So what's really, really awesome about this year is God has blessed me with the opportunity to talk to a lot of different colleges um, across the country. Mm -hmm. And I do a lot of preventive workshops. And the thing that I tell people all of the time about preventive workshops, excuse me, preventive measures is that. You really have to go into college with a strategic plan. And mm. parents have to be super accountable with, with this. Now, I'm going to say something that might hurt somebody's feelings, but it has to be said. All right, now. What happens is, right. <laughs> is that sometimes people do not understand where they're at financially before they make big decisions like college.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what
2: I mean by that is that That's true. Black parents may not always have had the opportunity to prepare for college costs. Mm-hmm. So when the child comes to them and say, mom, I want to go to Clark Atlanta. I want to go to Howard. Like that's mm-hmm. cool. Right. But mm-hmm. mom knows mom don't have a dime. But wow. Mom is ashamed and upset with herself that she did not prepare financially. Mm-hmm. So now mom is just going with the because mm-hmm. mom doesn't feel so great that she was unable to help mm-hmm. or, or, Mom is about age 50 now, 45, 50. Mm-hmm. Mom has good credit, no money to help mm-hmm. with college, but good credit. Now, mom, because of shame, and yeah. again, she feels bad, mom now puts her credit on the line. She yep. refinances her home, mm-hmm. and it's not the best thing to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. We have to start teaching our children. We have to go where the scholarships say we can go. Mm-hmm. Or where we need to actually go according to our finances, which could be a community college or a state mm. college. Mm. And either one is an yep. excellent option. Yes. But there's this thing about keeping up with the Joneses, and yeah. it crosses over into college decisions too. Mm-hmm. Mm. So we don't wanna let four years determine the rest of our lives, which we'll get into a little later on, yeah. because,
0: yeah.
2: yeah, because now, This four-year degree has cost this child a $100,000. How are we going to prepare this child financially when they graduate? Or even when we think about home buying, they already have a mortgage.
0: Oh, goodness. Yeah.
2: So it is the parent's responsibility to be more accountable and to understand and come into it. Like, I know I didn't really be able, wasn't able to help out X, Y, Z, but this is what we're going to do. It's the students understanding that they need help around applying for scholarships, understanding why having good grades is important mm-hmm. so that they can get a paid and full ride. Mm,
0: that's good. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I, telling that story about, you know, mama that's 50, 45 year old, got good credit, but don't have the money. Woo! I know that, you know, um, firsthand. I know that with f- f- relatives like, you know, that that is very true. Um, and and speaking of, you know, black moms taking on, you know, um, that burden, if you will um, I mean that debt burden, not the children, but, you know, the, the debt burden. I'm wondering if you can talk to our um, sisters at the table about um, the percentage of black women, black women. That um have student loan debt, um what what are the factors that land us uh, that, that make us more uh, susceptible, you know, to having uh greater debt, you know, um student loan debt, uh and yeah, if you could just speak to speak to that for us,
2: yeah, I think what's important to note when it comes to this statistic and they're still formulating numbers around mm-hmm. this is that um African American women are the most um, disproportionately affected by student loan debt. Wow. Now, what Love and Hip Hop did not tell us no. is that African-American <laughs> women also have the most degrees in our country. Yes. So it's, it goes hand in hand. But African-American women significantly um, are also adversely affected when it comes to starting a business. We're starting a bit more businesses than anyone else, but we're not able to keep them because of finances. Um, We're also Mm. adversely affected by being able to invest and plan for retirement. Mm. Um, And so there's so many things that come up because of the student loan debt Mm. that we're we're discussing on the back end. Mm. Um, And I'm really going to say that statistic wise, um, if you had to consider numbers, if I had to give you a number, um, uh, African-American woman on average has about 60 to 80,000 in debt where Mm. Mm-hmm. A counterpart, a white woman has about twenty to thirty thousand. Wow. A white male has about ten to twenty thousand. Mm. Black males have about twenty to thirty thousand.
0: Mm.
2: Black women that have uh, degrees of masters or doctoral have six figure debt. Mm. Yeah. And so, yeah. it's hard to give you an exact number of, of that yeah, statistic sure. of yeah. the of the one point um, three trillion that's owed or the 48 million borrowers, but um, it is just shown in high numbers that that is who Black women are being affected and crippled by this investment um, of education. My
1: goodness, my goodness. And when you use the language of, of cripple, I'm, I'm curious from your from your vantage point, uh, what are some of the things that what are some of the doors that are being closed or the opportunities that are Mm. being missed because of the chains of debt? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. So at at our business, um, we serve about 500 people a month. Mm. And I would say out of that 590% of black women, Mm. and it could be by nature who we are, who I am, Mm. right. Who follows me, the media that we get the attention. So that's fine. Right. So, but what I've learned through that is that when I hear the stories and I'm speaking with the people one-on-one, home buying is off the table. As of 2016, a law was changed that said you have to be in student loan repayment before buying a home. And I just think it's interesting because when we think about the home buying market, who's, who's affected the most, right? You know, there are some programs and provisions and some ways to kind of get around that, not the repayment portion, but making it manageable. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that's but now we're seeing Black women become higher renters, like more renters yeah. than home buyers. and that's a big attributing factor. When we think about um, even in the workforce, it's it's interesting because a lot of times now, and just go here on a journey with me. Mm-hmm. When we think about um, who's at work and who's happy to be at work who's positive and pleasant at work, hmm. you know, sometimes it affects emotionally the black woman at sure, work.
0: Sure.
2: Because I tell people, I remember this for a fact. When I was super broke, this is 2011, 12, and I was overdraft queen, I would call it myself. <laughs> um, I remember driving to work crying. So I'm coming to work crying because mm-hmm. I'm just depressed y'all. Like, yeah. My money is horrible at this point. I really didn't see a way out See a way mm-hmm. out at that point. And I remember I would go to work. I would get myself together in the parking lot, put my makeup in the car because I needed to cry because I knew I had to cry. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then my makeup went in the car and then I would go to work. And I'm like, hey, Bob, how are you? Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I get back in the car, come out the parking lot, and I start crying again. Mm-hmm. And this went on for maybe close to a year. Wow. And I didn't sleep. I remember not sleeping. Like, I remember, I know I went to bed at 10, 11 o'clock, but I would wake up every few hours because I had a pen and paper near my bed because I was trying to do the numbers and rework them to make sure everything could fit. Yeah. And that is a very real scenario in which I hear from a lot of our clients. So I'm so easily able to empathize because I was that girl. Yeah. I get it. So, no. Now, maybe you're not getting the promotion, sis, or maybe you're not the most pleasant at work mm-hmm. because it doesn't, it's not an excuse, but your, your financial situation is so heavy and it's so cloudy that you don't see a way out that you're not performing or being your best. So work is definitely impacted. Relationships. Oh, oh I'm going to hurt somebody's feelings with this one in a minute. <laughs> so yes, yeah, I think sometimes you date to the level of your self-esteem. Mm, mm. and you got Ray Ray laying up next to you. Now, I know this is Christian mm. talk. Call him out now. Call them out. Go go him
0: out. Call him out.
2: Call him out for out. <laughs> something. They still laying up. So here's well, what happens. Yeah. You, you got Ray Ray to your right. Ray right, Ray right <laughs> to the bro.
0: right.
2: You ain't got no ambition. And it's because it's a reflection of you mm. and what you've got going on. Yeah.
0: Mm.
2: Because when your money's better, you make different decisions about who you allow around you in your time,
1: mm.
2: but you got a lot of time on your hands. Cause you, cause you mm. said, so you got somebody laying up next to you that doesn't even able, not even able to help you. Yeah. But again, it's to the level of your self-esteem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So dating looks different. Like, why am I meeting these guys that don't got, do, well, what was this? What do you have?
0: Well, well, and
2: so nobody likes that question. And so you have to be mindful because I, I know this personally, um, and again, I had a weight loss surgery, but I made that decision. I stuck with that decision because I was able to do more with my money and be in a better mm-hmm. headspace. So, you know, I'm 90 pounds mm-hmm. down. My dating life is healthy. I travel. And it's all because the money got right. Mm-hmm. And this I'm just being honest here. When mm-hmm. the money was funny. I wasn't trying to travel with nobody. I wasn't <laughs> trying to go out. I wasn't trying to go where nice guys go. I'm not going, um, you know. I'm not going to the gym. I'm depressed. Okay, I cannot mm. make it today. Yeah. I'm eating differently. I'm eating heavier foods. I'm eating my comfort foods because this is what I think self needs. Mm-hmm. But when you are in a positive place, in a positive headspace, you do go work out. You are conscious about what you eat you conscious about who you hang with, where you go, what you're doing. And so even, and, and I know you asked this question, but I'm just Ooh. saying this to someone because people are always asking me the question, like, how do I do this? And I, and I want to do this and I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but you got to start working on the inside Ooh. first.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And it's hard to get to the inside when the outside say you ain't got no money. <laughs> well, you keep thinking about that yeah. 20 times over. So mm-hmm. I, I put a post on Instagram and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, they in the okay on the on the Instagram page, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Honey, they was mad with me. <laughs> okay, Why'd you tell them
2: Man, I can't believe you posted this, and I just don't agree. Uh-oh. And I'm like, the people that's comment is the ones that got money. Y'all be
0: quiet. Oh,
2: and <laughs> my DM that one post generated sixty DMs. Oh
0: goodness!
2: Like, thank you so much for posting, that. I was ashamed. To say this, but you're right, girl. Because yeah. so I'm like I'm gonna just focus on y'all in the DM because the people on the page and I don't really delete comments unless <laughs> it's super rude. I'm like y'all have made it out, y'all good, you know.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, I mean the reality, um, Sonia. I think what you're hitting on is the fact is that we live what we believe, right? Um, mm-hmm. We live what we believe about God. We live what we believe about Scripture. We live what we believe about ourselves, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that and 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 what we what we believe about ourselves shows up. You know, and how we uh, deal with our finances. It shows up in who we date, right? Who we date is a reflection of, or who we marry too, is a reflection of us too, right? Um, and so, uh, so yeah, I think you're 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 hitting on something there. Like what we believe, you got to start from the inside, from the inside out. Um, and I'm wondering for those sisters, you know, who have say a positive, you know. Outlook. Um, they 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 taking care of themselves, they going to the gym, they doing the best they can. Um, but they still got the boot on their neck, right? Um, Naviant still sending them, them bills, um, mm-hmm. and still calling them and they still after that. I'm May wondering, May. um <laughs> Sally May. <May-may. laughs> Sally May <May-may. laughs> and her cousin May May. Not You know, that mm-hmm. who me up. So anyway. <laughs> I'm wondering if um, you could talk to our sisters really about how you you talked about how it hinders us from buying homes, which I did not know. That's news to me because back in my day, I ain't going to date myself now. But when I bought my home, they said student loan debt is good debt. Right. So back mm-hmm. when I had my home, that was what it was. Now, things shifted, I think, after um, the crisis. Right. So so this is news to me. So I'm, I'm actually I'm learning quite a bit from you. And so I'm wondering, um, to, I want to hear from you about how. Well, the, actually, I'm, I'm going to table that question. I'm going to actually ask you how we be, how we can begin to make strides to actually paying our, our stuff back. But I'm wondering what we can anticipate um, under the Trump regime. Okay, because I know Mm -hmm. you see Obama made some little provisions for us, for us little broke folks, you know, who can't make the repayments so you could do it based on income. I do know that. Um, But I'm wondering what what can we anticipate that's coming down the pipeline within the next year or so? Can you talk to us about that? Yeah.
2: So how to prepare? Yeah, Trump was uh, came right in to his administration wanting to make changes regarding this. But I think he Mm -hmm. underestimated it. And it got tabled for close to two mm. years. Mm-hmm. So now that it's back up, there's more conversation. Mm-hmm. There's more mm-hmm. talk. Mm-hmm. There's more, you know, revisiting what it looks like um, for the payment to change to. So right now they're about, I say, four income based for payment options is what they're called.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: That's gonna change. Yeah. It's gonna change. And that's going to probably change down to one. At a 12% repayment, right now the lowest is 10%, highest is 20%. Mm. So going Mm. to 12% is not so bad, Mm. Um, but it's different. Mm. And there's different things he was trying to change. So like, you know how there's a subsidized loan that's interest that's paid for by the government? And then unsubsidized. He wants to eliminate subsidized loans. Wow. And it's not good. Because now Mm. you're putting someone in a more... Uh, bigger financial predicament than they were Mm. coming into this. Mm. Um, So that's why understanding and having these conversations are crucial because it may not be the recommendation that that person goes to college right away Mm. or that they go to that particular college. Um, Mm. It may be that that child has a chance to figure out what it is they really want to do so they can make Mm. a wise investment. Mm. And so... The other thing with Trump, I think it's important to know, is that who's in his administration? Well, his administration contains DeVos. Are we familiar with her? Best, best oh, DeVos? yes.
0: Oh, yes.
2: <laughs> Child, she yeah. is like a huge stakeholder in the Navient Corporation.
0: Mm. Oh, so how now, see. You, I did not know that. Mm-hmm.
2: How oh. do you have someone sit in that position... Not objective, it holds a major mm. card mm. in student loan, the student loan debt world. Wow. Wow. So it's important to note and note these things because that's going mm. to show up. Wow. Those changes are going to impact someone's mm. finances, their media budget next year. So I'm really, really yeah. urging listeners and anywhere I go to talk mm-hmm. about this, stay tuned to our platform, stay tuned to okay. CNN because you can't afford to not know right now
1: mm-hmm.
2: what's True. coming down the pipeline? So that's a really True. great question.
1: Mm. Thank mm-hmm. you. Absolutely. We, I mean, well, you know, politics impact finances, right? And so, sure do. And, and and oftentimes people's finances motivate, whether they want to admit it or not, it, it motivates their political outlook and ideology, right? Thinking about mm-hmm. what can I do to protect me and mine? Mm-hmm. Um, and what's interesting is that every administration, I mean, within our national context, but globally, every administration represents a change to a financial outlook or a financial worldview. And even just our re- recently with the taxes, many people got some big surprises. um so oh, so, so that's you, you that's don't that's know it. you and so we have to be as knowledgeable as we can possibly be because, yeah, with every political season, you get a new economic outlook, a new economic practice. And so, um, thanks for drawing our attention to that um, and being a resource for us to continue to be good stewards of the resources that we have, the money that we have. Um, I I mean, I I like the wisdom that you're providing about how people have to really seriously discern, okay, should I go to this school or should I go to that school? Can I really afford this? What do I do with that? at the end of the day, you know, and there's a debate kind of in my world in higher ed of people who are like, well, is a college education really worth it? Like, is it worth it? You know, I, and, I, and I tell you, I have a full bias on this. I'm like, indeed, it is. You need to educate. <laughs> so I tend to be more biased in this regard, right, um, especially right. especially as a black woman. I think that there are some people who work in certain blue collar industries um, who. um are doing all right, um, and and that's a lot of that has to do with some the gender differences in the workforce. Um, but I think, by and large, particularly when I talk to women of color, I'm I am I am advocating that they pursue um, higher education um, and become experts in whatever whatever the field of interest might be. Um, mm-hmm. So, with that being said, that's no, that's my bias on you. Um, <laughs> as I can people that, that that advice or that hopefully that bit of, of what I think is wisdom. Um, you know, what, what's the best way to help people to advocate uh, beyond just the undergrad? Uh, if we're looking at, like, graduate programs or what do they need to be mm-hmm. mindful of financially moving into continuing education even beyond just the bachelor's degree?
2: Yeah, the, the master's degree, doctoral degree, I always say um, borrowing determination equals career compensation. Mm-hmm. So borrowing determination equals career compensation. Let's not mm. go back to the master's degree and borrow 60000 a $100,000 mm-hmm. because if it doesn't pan out to an increase in your performance or pay,
0: Absolutely.
2: you don't go. So we don't go get a master's for $2 more an hour. We can go to the library for that. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so having those realistic conversations about if I get this master's or this doctoral degree what will he do for me is super crucial what will he do for me um in terms of money return
1: mm-hmm. what
2: would what would that look the like investment
1: mhm mhm
0: mhm hmm. that's good and i'm i'm wondering um yeah that's really good That's somebody see so so now i went to a uh, seminary girl and you know uh, did not go for did not go for free um, and there's real reasons for that right systemic um, actual reasons right um and which I won't go into right now <laughs> but because it's triggering uh, but I'm wondering if um, it like like when I actually when I think about even that scenario you know where you know somebody went and got that, that student loan debt and I'm you know so I'm i am I got an MDIP. Okay. So I'm I'm uh, a full-time ministry and all that. And I'm just wondering, this is a selfish question for me, uh Sonia. I'm full disclosure. <laughs> Are there any student forgiveness uh programs for ministers of the gospel? I just I mean, I just need to know because you know, some let me not say all of us, because some folks is balling that ain't me. Okay. So, I mean, is there any, are there any programs for those of us who, who went that route, who went down to seminary and got the degree so that we can minister to the people of God? So is there any hope for us? Any, 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 any little crumbs that Navi is going to throw at us? Yeah. So, uh,
2: so appreciate uh, your service. But thank
0: you, system.
2: So you can be eligible for public <laughs> service loan forgiveness.
0: Wait, wait, what is it? What kind of loan forgiveness? Service. I need to write my notes. Let me yep. okay. Okay.
2: Public service <laughs> loan forgiveness.
0: All right. That
2: might be an opportunity. Um what? And so that's something to consider. The other thing is is, you know, just in general, for once someone having a similar question there are forgiveness programs available um, there is the forgiveness program public service loan forgiveness there's teacher forgiveness there's uh, the healthcare industry forgiveness program
0: oh, wow. I didn't know so that. Mm-hmm. you
2: just have to really take time to find out you know what it is that you could be eligible for uh huh
0: Good. See, you have not because you ask not. See, I did, <laughs> I actually did not know that there was a public service um, loan forgiveness mm-hmm. program. That's wonderful. That's good. That is good to know. So now, Sonia, what would you say to our sisters who are at the table and they're like, oh my goodness, like, that's me. Like, I can't get a good night's sleep. I'm wrestling in my bed. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to crunch the numbers. I got this Navian bill staring at me and it, it is 800 plus dollars. Um, and my money's short. I just paid how, however many thousands of dollars, uh, on my taxes, like last week, right? Or no, wait, when was tax day? Earlier this week. Okay. Fine. Yeah. So, <laughs> or maybe you got, maybe these sisters got an extension. Right. Mm-hmm. Because of the debt that they're in. What would you say to these sisters, especially the ones who have, cause you, you've spoken to the ones that's like, okay, look, yo, you, you busted and disgusted. You need to, you need to fix the inside. Okay. But then there are the other sisters who have done the work, right? They, they've done the etern- the internal work, but still they have the student loan debt, right? That maybe they don't mm-hmm. have credit card debt. They don't have anything else, but it's the student loan debt. What do you say to that sister? Mm-hmm. that is just losing sleep um, mm-hmm. and is crying on her way to work. The, the sister's just like you or was like you, right? Uh, or like how you were, I should say. Um, what, what do you say? How does she get started? How does she begin to get the boot off of her neck? How, do, how does that happen for her?
2: So um, most likely, now we're talking about at this point increasing income. How do mm-hmm. I move up at my current job? What can I start on my own? making candles, making bath products, body products. I don't know. What mm. is it that you can do that you enjoy doing that you can bring in extra income? Because it's the extra income you know, and I, I call it disposable funds. That's mm-hmm. where you're able to make more money.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So mm-hmm.
1: you have to get the- You got to have a side hustle. You got to yeah. have a
2: couple of hustles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The biggest I'd hustle was that they taught us that you didn't have to have a hustle. Mm-hmm.
0: That is true. You're right. That is the biggest hustle. You ain't lying mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So, a couple of a side few.
2: hustles. Yeah, you need a few side hustles. You need to budget because I will hear things like, I cannot afford it. Do, 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 do. And mm-hmm. then I look at their budget. Well, ooh, you got this car note right here. Or mm-hmm. you just spent this here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or, you know, and just, but if you really, really, be mindful of your spending and doing your budget,
0: mm-hmm.
2: then you can incorporate and anticipate the uh, the student loan payment to come and you can start to make a plan to get rid of it a lot sooner You know than you expect to have it. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the things I really like, Sonia, is when you talked about, you talked about how if you're getting out of debt or you're becoming just a, just a, a more intentional financial steward, that the community around you, like your friends, your peers, yeah. that yeah. you all do this together. Because this really is a mentality shift, right? About mm-hmm. in terms of saving and that um, what do you want to be defined by, right? And and it made me think about the importance of, of having a group of people together that almost serve as like financial accountability, you know, friends or partners, where you're helping to hold each other accountable around yeah. your yeah. financial stewardship, just to look out for each other long-term. Um, and mm-hmm. I think it's great that your your church, um, you know, lifted up this conversation um, to, to it, members and community members who wanted to have it. Um, would you, you know, do you would you recommend any other programs or books or resources or how might people even connect with your work? Um, so if they, if they really want to figure out how to become better financial. Stewards? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I would say the DM Instagram it's mm-hmm. like the gateway to people staying in touch. Um, okay,
0: okay.
2: What I will say, though, is I tell people all the time, you don't really need me. You need my team that's mm. trained by me. and like, can mm. you just look at myself real quick and tell me? And I'm like, no, because I tell people all the time, I will not allow you to treat this like a small black business. Mm-hmm. Um, I want you to treat mm-hmm. me as if I was Target or Walmart.
0: Well wow.
2: All right. And I never forget it was I think about a week ago, maybe going on two weeks, and I and I realized that there's two type of people that I'm interacting with these days. They want help, right? Everybody wants help, and that, they're so su- super sweet, and it, it works out well. And then there's the entitlement piece, mm-hmm. almost like I'm Sally Mae herself, you know, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, no, no. That's not how this is about to go. And what mm-hmm. I realize is some people, even when they reach out and they get to that point, they still are not ready to be accountable for themselves.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And if mm-hmm. you can't be accountable for you or what you've been doing, then guess what's going to happen? This whole payment arrangement, cleaning your things up and getting you set to go, is going to fall by the wayside. Yep.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Yep. And I know I, di- I diverted from your question, but I always stress that, um, we have webinars and you know ways that you can get in contact with an email, of course. Um, but I always tell people, just make sure when you reach out or whatever it is that you're ready to do, be yeah. sure about that because it is a super total mindset mm-hmm. uh, change. Yeah. It's, yeah. Ver-
1: it's, it's a lifestyle yeah, it's, change. It's, very, it's <laughs> very similar to when I think about people who are deciding to get their physical health in order. And we that's part yeah. of our series as well. But um, this sense of... And we don't mean just, you know, I mean, everybody needs grace. Like, we, we definitely are big, big advocates of that. But also this mm-hmm. kind of um, making up in your mind uh, of, like, I'm going to go in a different direction right now. And you can't do that. You can't yes. do that for other people. You can't, uh, mm-hmm. you can't change somebody else's mind for them. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's, mm-hmm. I think that's wisdom, Sonia, about whether or not we're ready, people are ready to move forward into kind of a new, a new way of being as it relates to their mm-hmm. money.
0: So they need to, you know, um, count the cost. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I guess the pun intended right there. Um, Sonia, I'm wondering if you can um, talk to our sisters at the table and tell them how they can find you on Instagram, how they can, um, if they get their mind right. And they're, and, and they want to sign up, right. <laughs> uh, for your team to help them <laughs> with their loan repayment. Just if you could just talk to them about, um, yeah, about how they can follow your work, how how they can sign up so that they can begin um, the journey to being student loan debt free um, yeah. from that, um, and and just any other you know speaking engagements, whatever you have coming up, go oh ahead my and talk God. to our
2: sisters. It's so much coming up. So Instagram <laughs> to follow me would be the Student Loan Doctor, and I tell people um, it's a lot of shenanigans on there, fun stuff, of course, uh, <laughs> positively read it. Um, meaning like your vacation not,
0: pictures, your vacation pictures, here is, you, and you, you, you know know you're
2: angry. cute and angry, you know, in a, in a positive, <laughs> loving God way. So <laughs> it's, it's I'm trying not to show too much. I, I really am actually kind of mindful of some of that. Um, mm. so the student alone doctor is the page where everything fun happens. You hear mm-hmm. first about webinars, events, calls, um, SLD university is a mm-hmm. university I started a few months back where it's a platform, um, that focuses just on personal finance and develop development. Mm-hmm. It's only $9 a month. No I wanted to make it super, super cheap because I didn't want people to feel like, Oh, I've got to choose between this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and they do two different things, two different entities, two different networking groups. Um, and then I would just say our website for help is Dr. Please help Dr. Please, you know, help So that's mm-hmm. another resource. Um, and then the other thing is I do a lot of these uh, I would say engagements either mm-hmm. at a college university but more so now I'm doing a lot of engagements with women directly. the um, mm-hmm. majority are, are black women, but sure. it's really really nice to be able to have able to have a conversation and and not have to decode anything or of or sugarcoat of anything. Of so I'm excited about those opportunities and conversations. And I know, like May 19th, we're having our online webinar in our city uh, where we have the event space. We have June that's already booked uh, to do an event. And this is helpful because, again, sometimes I cover um, events, but but mostly the, the events that we're running now are to fund the university scholarship that we're giving away. So I'm really excited about that. I always wanted to give somebody money towards their student loan payment.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. So,
2: and I always tell people, and you guys know this: great givers can't Mm. be broke. Well, I don't know. I've never seen it, but a hug. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, in any case. I just, um, I'm just always just so grateful and I I am grateful to remain humble because Mm -hmm. um, one, God didn't have to remove me out of the bondage Mm -hmm. of uh, depression and finances Mm -hmm. as they were. That's number Mm -hmm. one. So before anybody stood alone, doctor, he saved my mind because it was Mm -hmm. about to go because I I just really was that depressed. Number Mm -hmm. two, I'm so grateful to have failed and have moved into Mm -hmm. purpose. Because mm-hmm. when you have purpose, you're honoring the gifts that God has given you.
0: Amen.
2: And we all have gifts that he's given us. But are we activating and utilizing those mm-hmm. gifts? That's number mm-hmm. two. And number three, I'm so grateful for influence because there are about 40,000 people on Instagram and here, there, no, there. And I mean, you just decide to follow little old me. You don't have to, but mm-hmm. you do. And mm-hmm. I'm grateful because I may whatever I post, say, share, be an addition to your life. Um, and I get nice messages all the time saying that it is. So again, I am just very feel, I'd say it's so hard to wake up having a bad day when God turned my life up completely around, honey. Mm-hmm. I was not encouraging, motivating nobody, not even mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm so grateful when I get these opportunities for podcasts. I'm like, please bear with me in my schedule. Um so because <laughs> you know I don't want to miss the opportunity because I don't want to miss who this might be mm-hmm. a blessing to. Um mm-hmm. So I appreciate you ladies for even starting this podcast. Yes. I have a podcast of my own. It's on iTunes. I tell people to go listen to it. The episode, yes. I think it's like about 12 of them and I need to restart it. So praise God for consistency with YouTube. But <laughs> with me, I need to reboot it. But it's so good to go back and listen to those old episodes. They're like 2016 because I was like, probably if you could think of like voice mm. journaling. Um, my experiences and, and yeah. things that I was going through and t- yeah. becoming the student loan doctor um it's super awesome. cool so cool. Let's, I'm excited yeah. just so please connect follow let's yeah. and um and really let's just really let's just get to the money let's fix the money and get to the money <laughs> we,
1: because, oh, because, yeah, because we yeah, have yeah, things <laughs> we have
0: things to do <laughs> yes thank you yes yes, yes well yeah Yes, thank you so much, Sonia, for sitting at the table. I know that our sisters, um, I'm sure they got a pen and pad open because I shown up did take my notes. Um, So Mm -hmm. I know that they learned quite a bit um, from this uh, from this episode. So thank you so much for sitting at the table with us, Sonia. Thank you for your gifts, your skills, Um, and yeah, I'm just I'm I'm excited for what this will do for the sisters at the table. Um, And of course, we want to thank the sisters for taking a seat at the table with us. Let's keep the conversation going tweet us your thoughts about you okay sis but them loans, though, with student uh, with Estonia uh, Lewis, the student loan doctor, uh, using the hashtag Truce Table. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Truce Table or email us your thoughts at AskTruceTable at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and review the show on iTunes and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Truce Table has a Patreon account now, so you can send your love offerings to www.patreon.com dot uh, com slash truth table or you can bless us at our PayPal which is www.paypal.me slash table and y'all know we have our intercessory prayer line going on Tuesday and we are going to be praying about our student loan debt not just our student loan debt, debt. it could just be yeah all the debts okay all the debts so make sure you send your prayer requests okay over to ask truth table at gmail.com truth table is made possible in part by potisteri studios visit potisteri.com for the highest in quality online audio entertainment our producer for the show is joshua heath our executive producer is Bo york and we have been your hosts Akemini, michelle and christina we'll see you soon on the next truth table bye y'all